Now, question, when was the last time you used a public phone booth? Eh? Spark has just announced it's starting to remove 10% of its phone booths across Auckland and Wellington, and it's looking to future-proof the rest. Tessa Tierney is Spark's product director with us now. Hi, Tessa. Hi, Hannah. Um, if you're only getting rid of 10%, that means you're keeping 90%. Is that right? Just in the next year. So in the next 12 months, we'll remove around 180 of them or 10% of them, yes. Okay. And then the rest will gradually look at over the next few years. And what? how often are people using these things? Yes, so and we've definitely seen the usage declining. So if you look back at 2019, there were about a half a million calls a year made from a public phone booth. That's declined by 70% if you fast forward to now. And about 90% of our booths have less than three minutes of calling a day. Is that, is that one person using it for three minutes or is it several people using it for a minute at a time, for example? Yeah, I probably haven't got the exact data on that, but that's, you can assume it's one to two people using it for a very short period of time. Tessa, do you okay. guys have any idea what people are doing? in the? Uh, who are they calling from the phone booths? <laughs> yeah, so predominantly the calls are to 0800 numbers, which of course are free from a landline and, and most services now offer that free from a mobile phone too. So uh, there are other options, which I think has contributed to this decline. What kind of 0800 numbers? Predominantly banks, ministry oh. departments, the biggies. Okay, but this this would this would suggest it's people who don't have cell phones who are using them. In some cases, that may be true. Yes. So you're probably doing a public good, aren't you? <laughs> and removing them from people that don't have cell phones. No, no, in, in, in having them. <laughs> yes. So there is there, we we recognise there is definitely a small user group that's still using the phones today, and we've been pretty active in working with community groups to understand who those people might be and how we might. Um, work together to actually understand what the concerns would be. But to date, we haven't had any major concerns um, through from people saying they're being removed. Tessa, when you say you're going to future-proof the rest, what what could you possibly do to future-proof them? Aren't they just, apart from those few people who use them, actually really largely redundant? We believe we can explore some modernisation opportunities uh, for a smaller footprint than what we have today. But if you look internationally, there's some quite exciting things happening where people, where companies have converted their phone booths into things like defibrillators, uh, they've looked at the modern telecommunication services they can have over them, wayfinding to help you find local tourism activities, even climate or environmental sensors you may have in cities where there's high traffic. So oh. we're exploring all of those options for a much smaller footprint to look at that. Interesting idea. Tessa, thank you very much. Tessa Turney, uh, Spark Product Director.